to today's episode of Divine Downloads. I am your host, Elizabeth Overton, and today I'm so excited to have today's guest, Miss Kelly Espino, because she's amazeballs and she also happens to be a licensed social worker. She is a spiritual empowerment coach and transformational speaker, and she is on a divine mission to support women in rediscovering their worth, their truth, and personal power by connecting with their authentic and divine selves. Kelly incorporates spirituality, law of attraction, and her counseling background and personal stories to help women reclaim their personal power, rediscover who they truly are, and create the life they want, love, and most importantly, truly deserve. Hey, can I get an amen from the Angel Choir? Kelly, it's <laughs> Reno. Welcome to the podcast. Amen. Thank you so much for having me. I am super, super excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, should we get some snaps? We got yeah. to teach my listener about the snaps. Well, let's, uh, let me tell people a little bit. I think it's fun. First of all, I'm in Minneapolis. Where are you located, Kelly? I'm from New Jersey. Woo-woo. Woo-woo, New Jersey. And so I think it's fun to tell, talk about where I met people. I think we met in, um, we met in Maru's Mastermind, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. We had our, um, we were like in our little trio with Jade, whom I just interviewed, which was so fun. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, sort of the work that you do and any amount of your journey that you would like to share, you know, whether it's from your social work days or any of that with our listeners. Sure. Can I just say one thing to your listeners though? I just have to shout you out, Lizbeth. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I am so grateful for Lizbeth because I, when Lizbeth started her podcast, I was so inspired by Lizbeth because for the longest time, Spirit has been guiding me to start my own podcast since December of 2018. So, but I, the resistance was real, guys, like so real. So I don't know, I think it was like two or three months ago, Lizbeth launched this podcast and I reached out to her and I was like, congratulations, oh my gosh, you're my evidence, thank you so much. I have a podcast, but I haven't launched it because the resistance, blah, blah, blah. And Lizbeth, oh my gosh, God bless her heart. She is such a joy and she's such a light and she's just she's so inspirational and she reached out to me and she was just like Kelly you were born to do this and she's like Kelly I'm telling you the podcast community is so so special and when Lizbeth told me about the podcast community literally it was like a light switch everything changed for me because for the longest time I assumed my podcast listeners were going to be like my Facebook list, my Facebook viewers or my Instagram followers or whatever. And I never even almost thought about a whole new audience to talk to you, to share my message with, to reach. And I was like, Lizbeth, God bless your life. Thank you so much. This is exactly why my spirit guides have been pushing for this so I can expand my message and reach more people. So thank you, Lizbeth. You rock. You're the best. I appreciate you. You're welcome, rock star. Yeah. So, um, that was a lot. Um, do you want me to answer your question or do we just, should we just move on? I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about, um, so, you know, I shared in the introduction, uh, you know, who you are in your being and a little bit about your, your background. And I think it's, um, Kelly, I mean, Jade and I were just talking about this. It's so easy to, uh, look up to other people and to sort of want to be where they are. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey of, of, of how you sort of got from where you were 
to where you are now and why did you become this, you know, inspiring transformational speaker empowerment coach like what was your journey to get here um that's so funny because that's it, my download is included in the journey in the journey which is so funny um but so for me personally growing up i was always 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 felt like i was not good enough i was not smart enough i wasn't capable enough um, I always compared myself to my older sister who was just absolutely beautiful and brilliant and amazing. And I struggled with a learning disability and I was overweight and I, you know, I just was super insecure. And then on top of that, the societal conditioning, the media, the messaging, you know, everyone ex experiences traumas to one degree or another. So I really developed this not good enough complex. But with that, it was so weird because ever since I, I could remember, I always knew that I was was meant to make a difference in the world. I always knew that and I knew I wanted to help people. I just didn't know what that was. It was always a question mark. So as I continued on into my life, um, and I mean, one thing after another, because I mean, when you're insecure and you're struggling with purpose and you're struggling with why am I here and who, who am I meant to help? And um, you're just very lost and confused it can lead to so many, so many, um, experiences and, uh, traumas and, um, just a lot. You know, I used to drink and drug in college and I was with men that didn't deserve me because I was subconsciously trying to seek validation that I was good enough, that I was worthy, that I was deserving. And it just the opposite happened. I just had so much more shame and so much more guilt, but I didn't know how to process that. All I knew was that I, I knew I wanted to help people, which is why I went into social work, but I knew like every fiber of my being that social work was not my forever. It was just my right now, but I just never knew what was my forever. Um, so as I like continued on my journey, um, do you want me to share with you like the actual download? Cause that's actually what I wanted to talk about. Of course, honey. Okay. So, um, at this point, you know, I graduated with my social work degree. I was in, um, my, I started a career as a family counselor and in that I just, I could just kept knowing, I'm like, this is not my forever. And I got really into law of attraction. Well, first I got into Louise Hay because from everything I experienced with, you know, toxic, a toxic relationship. I got arrested for marijuana. Um, it was like one thing after another. I got into like two car accidents and this all happened in like one summer. So it was definitely law of attraction working at its finest because I was very low. So I was attracting a lot more of toxicity into my life. And eventually I got to the point where I was like, enough is enough. I am taking my power back. And I recognize that I was I, I attracted all of this because I didn't love myself. So that got me into Louise Hay. And Louise Hay got me into law of attraction. And I got I went heavy in law of attraction. And I remember um, saying these affirmations of I'm so grateful and blessed for these golden opportunities that are on my, that come my way. I'm so grateful for these golden opportunities. And I just kept reaffirming that. And one day my friend at the time, he reaches out to me and he's like, I want to show you this network marketing thing. It was called World Ventures and it's like a vacation um, dream. They do dream vacations. And he showed me it, the video, and I had chills all over my body. And in that moment, I had that knowing that 
okay, this, I have to do this. This is not my forever, but this is my right now. And again, I was like, what is my forever? I have no idea. It's a question mark, but everything in my body told me, say yes, go for it. So I was a social worker while I was building my network marketing business and I loved it. Honestly, I met a lot of my clients now are from World Ventures, which is really funny and I love how everything works out, but I loved it. You're growing a team, you're mentoring, you're basically coaching and I hit some type of like milestone in the company and they had this training and they invited everyone that hit that milestone up to the stage and they said to give a tip. And oh my gosh, Lizbeth, I can't even tell you. Like I, I started off, it was literally like one minute long. And I started off saying, hi, I'm Kelly and I'm a social worker. And by the end of that one minute, literally like 80% of the crowd was standing. I was like energy flowing through me like no other. I was like clapping. I was hyping up the crowd. And I, I remember feeling absolutely electrifying. Like it was, it was a feeling that I could not, I never even knew existed. And I remember coming like, and it's actually on my Instagram. My mentor at the time recorded it, which is so, I'm so grateful um, because it was in that moment that I recognized, oh my God, I was born to be a speaker. I am meant to coach. And that's when I finally understood, oh my God, this is my forever. This is what I'm meant to do. And it was like, I'm telling you, that feeling of the energy, like it was so electrifying that I was like, this is why I did drugs. This was the feeling that I was searching for my entire life. And I'm so grateful because I followed the breadcrumbs. I followed, you know, what felt right, but not my forever, but it felt right in the time. And I'm so incredibly grateful. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Kelly. I, I'm just getting the visual. Um, and you guys can feel Kelly's energy. It's really, it's really powerful and high vibe. And so I can imagine if you're on the stage and you're, you know, you're, you're doing your thing and you're being you, which is very energetic that you did feel that like, Oh my gosh, that sort of almost outside of the body experience where you're like, wow. Like the word alignment kept coming into my consciousness when you were sharing your story. Yes. I, and afterwards I was shaking, literally shaking all over my body. And I just kept saying, holy shit, holy shit. Everyone was hugging me as I got off the stage. And I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. Like it literally is recorded on Instagram. It's so funny. <laughs> so I think, um, and it's like, you cannot make up the synchronicities. You cannot. So I literally one night ago just watched Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. It's, mm. um, I'm obsessed with Food Matters TV. You can get it through Amazon. Um, and, and so I, I have one of Louise. I adore Louise Hay, and I have one of her card decks. And so I just want to share the card that I pulled this morning. Oh, okay. And it's everything I touch is a success. Mm, love it. And it's I now establish a new awareness of success. I know I can be as successful as I make up my mind to be. I move into the winning circle. Golden opportunities are everywhere for me. Mm. Prosperity of every kind is drawn to me. Oh my gosh, I love it. And you want to talk about synchronicity? Literally, to my left is the Louise Hay book, How You Can Heal Your Life. And then I also have the same power thought cards that I use with my clients. So I just think that's so funny. I love it. 
Oh my gosh. This is just why I love energy because you cannot make this stuff up. So mm -hmm. this is what I would love to know. So it sounds like, you know, you're, you're on this journey and I didn't even know that the, the thing about the travel or the, the luxury vacation. See, mm -hmm. I learn something new every day. So that is <laughs> so cool. But it's like, what has uh, saying yes allowed you to become? Oh my God. Like, ugh. Unrecognizable. Honestly, I look at who I was and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so incredibly grateful that I, I did say yes and I figured it out after like I figured it out afterwards. And not to say that it's been easy peasy. I mean, you know, Lizbeth, I mean, when you and I first connected last summer, I was going through a, a night of the dark soul or whatever they call it. I was I was going through a really, really hard, hard time while, you know, being on purpose, living on purpose while coaching and speaking. So it hasn't been like easy peasy, but I will tell you it has helped me evolve so much as a person. It's made me a better person. It has helped me gain so much more wisdom and so much more resiliency. And I have more an ability to persevere. It's made me a better coach, a better speaker. I connect with people on a, a way deeper level because of everything I've experienced. So if I would go back in time, I would literally do it all again the same. Exactly. Even the getting arrested, the horrible boyfriend, literally all of it. So I'm grateful. I, I really am. I love that. So you spoke a little bit to this and I think so many listeners either they're feeling that now or they can acknowledge or resonate with this idea of resistance. Mm -hmm. And we have resistance to so many things, whether that's being open to allowing and receiving what we're truly meant to become, mm -hmm. right? Or um, resisting trying something new. So what was it for you, Kelly, that allows you to overcome that resistance? Maybe even just to, to do the podcast. What was there one thing was that you did or that you heard or that you listened to that allows you to just be like, you know what? I'm over this. I'm just going to do it. Um, with the podcast, it was like a slow buildup, but I'm so grateful because I had a, a, a huge team of people that were inspiring me that eventually I just got into alignment with it. And I got it. There was a play. It, it just started to be exciting for me. I was just like, I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm excited. But I had to really like do the work, the journaling work I had um, to reach out to people like you and receive that support to feel like, okay, no, I got this. I got this. Um, but I would like to address the resistance of when I first started my business because that moment on that stage, yes, it gave me awareness of what my purpose was, but did, ask me, did I start my business the next day? Negative. I had so much resistance, so much resistance. And there was a, there was a, actually like a couple months where I was literally, um, walking the walk, but not talking. No, I was talking the talk, but not walking the walk. So people would ask me, Oh, so what do you do? And I'm like, Oh, well, I'm a social worker, but what I really want to do is I want to speak and I want to coach. And I was like that for so long because in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's my future. And I was scared because you know how our ego works. Our ego likes only what is familiar because that means we're alive and its only job is to keep us alive. So the resistance was so real and it kind of, but then 
after a while, I was just so like, I felt like I outgrew where I was in my day job and I was just not fulfilled. So I started taking passive action, which was, I started researching. I, you know, got on a call with a business coach. I got someone to create my logo. I was, you know, taking the, the little action steps, but when it actually came down to really say, okay, I'm launched, I am official business. Here are my services. I, I was too scared. It was not happening. So I stayed in that passive action phase for a long time. And once it started getting uncomfortable, I would, uh, I would resist or I would procrastinate or I would, you know, avoid avoidance. And what's crazy is how I started my business actually happened through ego, which was so funny, but I, I feel like a need to share this. Um, I was, in world ventures and i was dating this guy for like literally guys a quick like week or two and he was a motivational speaker and he wrote something on his facebook status that i don't even know the words but he said something like if you want to be a, a motivational speaker then you have to actually take action o m g talk about first world problems right but that status triggered me AF, and I don't even say that word, I don't even say AF, but it was that bad. It triggered me so much. I got so angry that I was so pissed off that I was pissed on. And that night I hired that business coach that I had a phone call with. I hired the person to create my website. I was like, all right, let's go. And that's what did it. So literally anger, I'm not a proponent of anger. I'm not like, oh my God, be angry. But I will tell you, anger can definitely move you into action. A hundred percent. And that's really what happened to me. I, my business literally started from the ego. Crazy, right? Not crazy at all. It makes perfect sense. I mean, and everybody has a different threshold, uh, from which they are going to, to act, right? It's like, like how bad does it have to get? And, you know, you were speaking about, you know, the, the dark night of the soul. I, I really think that you know, this life we're on, I like to use the word tapestry journey. It, it really, I think there are no coinkinks, there are no accidents. And like you were saying earlier, right? Um, our, our frequency attracts certain circumstances. And when we're in a low frequency, we're attracting things that aren't necessarily um, in alignment with our highest good. And if it weren't for though, it sounds like if it weren't for those things, like, you know, the guys that weren't right for you and the, you know, uh, drugs or alcohol that, you know, it's like, uh, Esther and Jerry Hicks talks about it's, it presents such amazing contrast, right. Mm -hmm. From being in a place of where we don't want to be. Um, do you want to speak a little bit to, for those who are listening, who don't really know, maybe they've never even heard of law of attraction or their, um, what was it about Louise Hay that sort of pulled you in, would you say? Uh, I love how basically that book, How to Heal Your Life, is literally all about loving yourself. So I remember typing in Google, books to love yourself. And <laughs> Louise Hay came up and she's a classic. I mean, we're still talking about her right now. And that book came out in 1980 something. And we're still talking about it. And I still use it in the work I do with my clients. It's just, it's so powerful. And, it, and you know what? I love this question because it just resonated with me. And I feel like that's 
soul recognition that you know that feeling of when you maybe you may see you may meet someone or it might be a podcast it might be this podcast or it might be um a book or it might be a program or it might be an event or whatever a house and it just it's that feeling within you it's just that knowing feeling it's that feeling of like you just resonate with it and it, it may even feel like a remembrance like you're remembering it and that's exactly how i felt with louise hay it just felt so right and you know the word alignment now is coming in it was just aligned and aligned to me means it feels good it feels right i always honor the feeling and that is exactly what she's talking about, right? Is, is this thing about feelings. And I feel like we're in such a state of, we have so much chaos going on and so many people are, are numbing out, whether it's, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what it is, substances, social media. And we're so, we're so in our heads. And she really, I, I, it's like you cannot access alignments mm -hmm. when you're above the clavicle, mm -hmm. above your shoulders. Like you just, and, and it's when we drop into our hearts. And as you know, as, as we all know from conditioning, being in your heart space is a very vulnerable, very scary place to be for most humans. Mm -hmm. Because we have been hurt, we have been traumatized, we have been told we suck or we're not worthy. Like it sounds like, I mean, that's the human experience. Like we all have this one manifestation of I'm not worthy. Who am I? Uh, um, you know, why would anybody love me? It's all sort of the, from the same vein, um, mm -hmm. as it were, but it manifests differently. So for those people who are listening, um, this, this idea of alignment, what would you tell your clients or maybe a tip? You know, I think we have to, we have to put our, ourselves in the position we have to get in this place or space of being open because we're so again in our heads like what would you tell somebody like hey i want to maybe i want to be more like you or i want to be more aligned or, or tuned or, or this knowing like what would you tell to one of your clients if they were not in that place or they were looking or searching that's a really great question uh really great question um so like they're looking for alignment or they're looking just to feel better. They like, what do you, can you be a little, like, they're just, what, can you be a little more specific? Sure. So let's say, you know, somebody is just like, you know, they're going through life day to day, putting one foot in front of the other. They don't really have that spark or that um, they're not feeling creative. They don't feel imaginative. They don't feel like they're really doing what they're born to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so they, they basically feel lost. Okay. Oh gosh. Yeah. I totally know about that. <laughs> that was totally me. Um, so first and foremost, I would say like, what are you telling yourself? What is that internal dialogue? Because that affects our energy. So talking, going back real quick about like law of attraction and what that is, it's energy always attracting same energy of its same vibrational alignment and everything is energy. I mean like everything, this podcast is energy. Um, the, water bottles energy the sun is energy we are energetic beings literally everything is energy so what affects our energy what affects our vibration is our thoughts our feelings our beliefs the our stories the people that are around us what we're consuming what we're watching um everything really affects our vibration but in the internal dialogue i truly believe is one of the major keys in recognizing like and getting more awareness of your life, you're feeling lost and you're feeling confused. 
because of the things you're telling yourself in your mind. And a lot of the times we have this misconception just because we think it, we automatically believe that it's true. But once you understand the ego, because I'm very big on ego education. I love to explain the ego because once you understand how your ego, your egoic brain works, you then can start working on hacking it. And you can start understanding that, no, I'm not just feeling um, weak or scared or whatever. It's because literally this, this safety protective mechanism in my mind is freaking out. So it's not me. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, freaking out and being quote unquote weak. It's just, okay, this is a part of the process. So now I'm in the position to either choose to give my power away to this ego fear-based energy, fear-based thoughts, or I can decide like, wow, I'm going to stand in my power. I'm going to acknowledge that yes, this is fear. And yes, this is my ego freaking out because I'm stepping into unfamiliar territory and I'm expanding and I'm growing and I'm healing, but I'm going to decide to stand in my power and not listen to that ego and move forward despite the discomfort. Because let me tell you, the ego associates the discomfort as you're at risk, you're at danger, your life, like your life is literally at risk. So it'll start producing all this fear energy. So then you can go back into familiar territory, which is your comfort zone. Um, but when you are able to like, Honestly, Elizabeth, I lost my train of thought. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, my human came in and I'm like, wait, what am I talking about? No, uh, so you're talking about um, if somebody's feeling lost, I, I totally love what you're talking about. You're talking about you got to start, you have to look at your internal dialogue. It's huge because uh, if, for people who are listening, if you do not know this, thought precedes form, thought creates form. So that means the thoughts that are coming um, from your subconscious mind, which is if you think about your mind as, a, as an ice, iceberg, right? Uh, the conscious mind is what you see above the water. The subconscious mind is what you see below the water. And there's lots of it, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so it's our, it's our subconscious beliefs that get programmed between the, well, in utero to like about the time of seven, which are, you know, all the things that you can imagine that you've ever been told, like you're too loud, you're too quiet, you're too uh, sensitive, like all the things, right, that we get conditioned. And so those, that programming, that coding, that conditioning has us, um, the subconscious mind is the actual driver of our actions. And so if you're not aware of these subconscious beliefs, it's, it's, it's really difficult to sort of pivot or change direction. But like you're saying, Kelly, if you can become a witness, you know, in, in meditation and mindfulness, we talk about be a silent observer mm -hmm. to your thoughts. Instead of trying to, there's sort of this, this idea that people have that, you know, meditation is sitting on a cushion and having a clear slate. Absolutely not. It is. It's witnessing the things that are coming up, whether it's an emotion, a physical, a physical sensation, a thought. And then when you see it, and it's like, oh my God, I'm so freaking distracted. You go, oh my gosh, I'm having a thought that I'm, I'm distracted. Mm -hmm. And you literally just, you acknowledge it and then you let it go. And words are so powerful because they, they literally create form, meaning uh, like you're saying, everything has energy. So those thoughts that are just that tape that's playing in the background, that has a frequency of vibration. And so it's attracting, if you have a vibration of, I'm not worthy, then you're going to attract scenarios, situations, people in your life that it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
And so I just, I just love what you're saying. And so can you tell people a little bit about, um, um, you have a journal practice, right? Or you, you teach your clients mm -hmm. how to journal. Can you shed a little light on what that might be like for people? Yeah. So, I mean, it's different for everyone. And just real quick, it came to me, you know, how I was like, wait, what was I talking about? What I wanted to say real fast is that the, the discomfort, the ego associates it as your life is at risk, but what it really is, it's divine discomfort. So it's literally divine because you're growing and you're evolving and you're raising your awareness and you're raising your consciousness. So it is uncomfortable. It is, there is a level of discomfort, of course, because you're doing something new but you're not at risk. So I, def I just wanted to say that real quick because I'm like, oh, it came to me. Let me just share that. Um, but okay. So, and I, Elizabeth, I love what you were saying about being a witness to your thoughts because that's something I'm really practicing with my clients is that stop judging yourself because you're literally judging yourself away from all the things you want. When you shame yourself, when you're like, well, I should meditate. I should work out. I should do this but then you don't. So then you feel like shit. So you're, you're setting yourself up to feel like shit because you're like, I should, but I don't. So then it's like a cycle. It starts chipping away from your confidence and your self worth. And then what happens is your subconscious mind records all of that. It remembers all of that. So in the future, when you want to do something bigger than, you know, meditating or journaling or, you know, something more like, big, it, your ego in your subconscious mind is going to be like, well, you can't do it. You couldn't, you know, take out the trash on Monday. So you can't do it. So I always tell my clients, stop shooting all over yourself. Stop judging yourself. And I say it like, so I know it's easier said than done. I know right now I'm sounding like, oh, stop, stop, stop. Like I'm not trying, like I understand completely it's easier said than done, but that's the first step in everything. And and I encourage them to shift their perspective in when they do judge themselves, because when they do say should or all these words that they know are not serving them, I tell them, listen, your whole entire life, you've had this habitual language. You've had these habitual patterns and thoughts. And like Lizbeth said, 95% of your reality comes from the programming in your subconscious mind. And this is not woo. My spirit guides do not tell me this. This is the neuroscience community have determined through research that 95% of our reality comes from the programming in our subconscious mind. So you got to give yourself some credit. You have to lean on some compassion because for your entire life, you've been practicing a certain thought pattern, a certain language. So it's going to take time to recondition and rewire new empowering and positive language. So first, I always tell my clients that first and foremost, to kind of like lean on some compassion. The second thing, is to use everything as research, everything as evidence, everything as research development. So I'm, I'm thinking of one particular client. She's going through a lot right now and she's working on, um, she's opening her heart chakra and she, her defense mechanism is to be guarded and she calls it an armor. And she's, she's asking, she's wanting to manifest love, but she hasn't found that because she has that guard up. So when we're work to, when we work together, things come up where she's triggered and she's like, my guard came up and then I'm like, okay, let's dissect this. So let's, what happened beforehand? Okay. So that anger triggered you to put the guard up. So let's explore that anger a little more. So 
she's so ultra aware now because she's like, oh, I can't wait to talk to Kelly about this so we can dissect this further because everything is evidence in your evolve, in your healing and you evolving. So I feel like it shifts this, oh, I suck. Oh my God. I'm, you know, I can't change. No, there's no hope for me. I'm broken to hold on. I'm empowered. I'm doing some research development. I understand the ego. I understand how this works, you know, um, and I'm just one day at a time, but I'm doing it. Does that make sense? Of course. I love, um, and this is something that uh, I learned from Maru is that um, evidence, right? When we, it's so, again, human, uh, humanity as a, as a culture, we tend to, I mean, the way the brain is, is created, it's easier to um, supposedly negative thoughts, thoughts stick to the mind, like, like Velcro and positive ones sort of slide off. So of course, it's easy to want to gravitate towards the programming, the conditioning, the coding, and it's also very human to compare ourselves um, to, to people who maybe we quote look up to or want to emulate because we think they're rocking it or whatever. And I used to be so um, envious of other people who were co-creating what I wanted to have. And I was like, wait a minute. When I learned this concept of everything is energy and if I witness somebody that's doing amazing work in the world why would i if i if i throw envy at them all that doing is lowering my own vibration and if instead i'm like oh my god and i and i actually say hey i think the work that you're doing is amazing it actually raises my vibration to the level of that person and it and it attracts more of what the evidence is being shown to me to me so it's like exactly it, it yeah Exactly. I did that same perspective shift because especially being an online entrepreneur, it's super, super easy to compare yourself. And even when you're not consciously comparing yourself, but in a subconscious way. So that was my perspective shift as well, is that energy always attracts energy of its same vibrational alignment. So if I attracted Liz Beth launching her podcast, if she can do it, I can do it because I'm attracting her into my experience. So let me celebrate her. Let me honor her. Let me use her success as inspiration. And, and like Liz Beth said, and like Maru has taught us evidence that hey, I'm next, I'm next. So it, it shifts that whole like envy and jealousy and just like, wow, I'm in alignment. I'm like, let's go type of thing. So good. And gratitude. I mean, we all know the evidence and the research behind the power of gratitude. And that's because again, everything is energy. So when we're coming from a place of gratitude, we are, you know, we all have our basic, we're all basically ginormous antenna that we are sending out to the universe. And the universe is legit like a freaking copy machine. And whatever we are sending out there, whether it's like, oh my God, I'm so grateful. I have this podcast, blah, blah, blah. Or, oh my God, I'm so broke. Like whatever vibration you're emitting. And I love uh, Esther Hicks says something to the effect of, you know, you're either emitting uh, basically joy or fear, like joy or fear, joy or fear, like joy is super high vibe, fear is super low. And while it might sound cheesy or like easy to say, I would love to teach people about affirmations and, and literally why they are so powerful. Because like you were speaking to like the internal dialogue mm -hmm. is is ginormous. So a super easy way to create an affirmation and an um, affirmation is basically 
an I am statement. And here's the other wicked thing about the subconscious, y'all. Your subconscious mind does not speak the same language as your conscious awakened mind. So what I mean by that? Well, your subconscious mind doesn't do any words that end in don't, can't, won't, shouldn't. It, it doesn't, your subconscious speaks in images and metaphors and, and pictures. And so that is the power. So if you can take a statement that says, I am, and say it out loud, this is why this works. It's not just a bunch of woo. It's a scientific fact. Mm-hmm. Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between reality and fantasy. What? Mm-hmm. So if you tell yourself, I am a total loser, then that is what you are going to be. And if you say, I am an amazing being of light and I'm attracting amazing opportunities on my path and I'm in service to the world for the highest good, um, your mind is like, oh, she says, I am a powerful being of light, blah, 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 blah. And so if you're having a struggle, whether it's with money or with love or fertility or abundance or whatever, take that, that one thing that triggers you, that one thought that keeps showing up and just literally say, I am, and then, and then say the opposite of the statement. So like, instead of, I am, you know, I can't pay my bills. I am paying my bills with ease on time. Mm -hmm. So, so that's when I learned that I was like, what? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And And what, go ahead. Go ahead. Just to add on that with the the neuroscientists who have determined that 95% of our reality comes from the conditioned programming, our subconscious mind. They've also said that in order to reprogram your subconscious mind, what is needed is hypnosis it could be either or hypnosis or repetition. So that's where the affirmations like Lisbeth is talking about when you reaffirm and you constantly start reaffirming and with repetition and really putting energy into it to believe it, your subconscious, you're literally rewiring your subconscious mind that is creating 95% of your reality. So it's so incredibly powerful, but I will say that you have to, especially in the beginning, you have to say affirmations that feel good because if you're like, I am a powerhouse and like, that's not going to shift your energy. That's not, um, that goes, that goes against attracting the energy of its same vibrational alignment because I mean, it doesn't go against, cause I mean, it's always working, but you're not going to attract what you actually do want to attract because you're in that energy of not believing it. And it's kind of like low vibration. So I would definitely choose affirmations if you're struggling with it, because some people are like, I can do this. And some people feel I'm faking it. This feels weird. This feels, you know, um, you can add things like, I know Louise Hay talks about this. Like I am willing to blah, blah, blah. Or I, um, like I'm, I, I'm, I don't have any words right now. I can't think of any, but like shifting it in a way where you can believe it until it becomes a belief and then taking it to the next level. Lizbeth, does this make sense? Am I making sense? Of course. And, um, and, and you know, Esther and Jerry Hicks talk about this, Louis Hay. And she says in the actual movie that I just watched called Connection, she says the affirmation card is I am willing to change. I am willing to change, which is like, wow, that's so powerful. Mm-hmm. And Esther Hicks talks about, um, and I think Gabby Bernstein talks about this too, like since everything is energy, you can think of energy as a ladder, a spectrum, a rainbow, whatever resonates with you. But if you're on a, if you feel like absolute dog poo and you're like uh, anxious, fearful, desperate, 
Like what's just like one rung above that? Maybe scared would be less intense or worried, you know? So the idea is that you can't go from like down in the dumps to like freaking sunshine, uh, snap parties, rainbow bubbles, like uh, unicorns. It's, it's, it's a process. And so you're literally, that's how you train your mind and you reprogram your neural pathways by witnessing the thoughts and then just saying, oh, well, wait a minute. And you can question, like, is this really true? Like if I had the thought, I just totally suck. I'll never make it as an entrepreneur. Well, let me see. Do I suck? Mm, is that true? No, I, I'm amazeballs. Like, come on. And then I'll never make it. Well, have I done things before? And, and have, have I done things before that were whatever, powerful or inspiring? Well, yeah. Well, so that thought that I'm having, yeah, I can probably just let that one go. And just literally, it's like a day by day, moment by moment. And of course, it, it, coming from compassion and grace, mm-hmm. it makes it hella more enjoyable, right? Exactly. One of the <laughs> fastest ways you can raise your vibration is to release judgment. That is one of the fastest ways. So I can't stress enough. I think because I've, I've judged myself so much for so many years of my life that now it's such a, like literally guys, I feel free. I feel liberated because I don't judge myself. Like the other day I over, like I binge ate, like I binge ate like at 12 o'clock at night old Kelly would have been like, Oh my God, like you just like, why'd you do that? And would have beat myself up and would have shamed myself. New Kelly was like, all right, well, that wasn't the best choice of what I want in my life. So the next day I started journaling and I was like, so why did I do that? What triggered it? And I digged into it deeper. And I share this with you all to really lean on some compassion because I could have shamed myself and then would have been like, F it, F me trying to eat good. I'm going to eat like shit for the rest of the week and whatever. Um, it could have continued on with a downward spiral because you're, you're, in, you're engaging on these like judgment, shame, like all these low vibrational energies. But if you come from a place of compassion and love and just be like, well, it happens, but Instead of it just happens, let me look into this and see, well, why did it happen? What was I thinking? How was I feeling? What triggered this? So that what will I do next time when I do have a a craving? So you can kind of like walk you through it, understand yourself a little deeper, and then also then create a new story of what you would do moving forward without shaming yourself, without judging yourself. It's so powerful. Can I get an amen from the choir? (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Amen. Okay. Yes to the, um, no need to to shame because, so I have been geeking out so hard on the Food Matters TV channel. Like I'm legit in bed last night with my cell phone. I'm just full disclosure here. I got my cell phone in the bed. My poor husband's got to go to work today and I got my earbuds in. And I'm listening. Um, I, I, seriously, I think I've watched five or six movies from this channel. They're obviously very inspiring, and it's this whole, this whole idea that I, I'm just watching all these documentaries about the power of the mind and our thoughts, right? And how we can, once we know the tools and and we know how to to apply them, we can literally change our lives and our health. And and if you don't know Bruce Lipton, he's my he's one of my like favorite people on, on the human body. And this is, uh, he wrote the the book called biology belief. Um, and he has a new book called out the honeymoon or something anyway. Mm -hmm. So this is what, um, he talks about this idea of epigenetics and this is freaking long and short of it is that 
Um, it's not your DNA. It is not your genes that, that predict what genes get turned on or turned off for disease. It's the, it's the environment that the cells are living in. Well, who the hell cares? Well, this is why it matters. Not one thought crosses your mind without it also impacting your cellular function. Mm-hmm. So every single thought that crosses your mind, whether it's conscious or subconscious, it impacts your cell vitality. So it's your thoughts that are making you sick. And so this is crazy making. I can't remember which movie it was. They did a, a study and uh, these folks got, quote, fake, basically fake radiation. Like this is a the therapy you get when you have cancer. Mm-hmm. A third of the people in the group that got fake radiation, meaning they didn't actually get the radiation, they lost their hair. Wow. Right? Wow. So this is just a humongous, incredible, powerful example of literally, yes, it's important to nourish the mind, body, and spirit with what you, you know, feed yourselves, like literally the food you eat, but just as, and just as important are like, taking a little look and i and i love this idea that you're talking about the internal dialogue and and research i love that word because to me it's the same as curiosity mm-hmm. when we're when we don't like what's going on in our lives how can we be come from a place of curiosity um i use curiosity in my work every day when i talk to people it doesn't matter if they have heart disease or or they're trying to quit tobacco when I can come from this place of, well, let's look at this. Like, what do you think this is about? And, and it's just so much more fun and playful instead of like the shame that you were talking about. Right. Cause that just doesn't work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, and yeah. I have to shout out Bruce Lipton because he has changed my life and I haven't read the book of biology of belief, but if anyone does not want to read, check YouTube and put in Bruce Lipton. He has changed the direction of the work I do ever since I you know, came across him. I now do so much inner child healing because it's so crazy how the conditioning that's in your subconscious mind um, comes from the ages of zero to seven years old. It's mind blowing. So definitely check him out guys. Bruce Lipton on YouTube. He's amazing. Yay. Um, okay. So I could talk, literally, I could talk on this for like, like seven hours and not even take a break. So I know that people have a short attention span. So in honor of people's time, I would love uh, for Kelly, for you to tell us how, um, how can people work with you and how can they get into your vortex? Sure, sure, sure. Oh my gosh, I would love that. So uh, you can check out my website, www.kellyespino.com. I I don't know why I'm saying period. Um, But you know what? I've been really into Instagram lately. So you can follow me on Instagram at Kel, K-E-L, period, Spirations. I'm on Facebook, Kelly Espino. But also, I would love, love, love for you to check me out on my podcast. It's called Empowered You Podcast. I'm super excited about it. I've gotten amazing feedback, and I'm actually running a raffle. So definitely check it out. Amazing. And so can you tell our listeners a little bit about um, the work that you do? Do you do one-on-one? Do you do retreats? What, what's yeah. the, what are you doing right now? Thank you so much for asking, Lizbeth. I really appreciate that. So yeah, I do, I do it all, which is, I'm so grateful. I, I, trust me, it hasn't always been this way, but I do um, you know, one-on-one programs, like three-month programs. I do one-off sessions. I do inner child healings 
packages now. I do in-person retreats. I have local event. I host local events. Um, so there's a variety of different ways. I have a membership group. So there's a variety of different ways to work with me. Um, but I'm totally open. I work with women, but lately I've been working with men as well. So I'm expanding, which is amazing. I'm so grateful. And thank you so much, Lizbeth, for having me on your show. This was so much fun. I really appreciate it. You are so welcome. And also, um, you know, if you, um, you know, speakers, people that want speakers can reach out to you too as well, right? Oh yeah, totally. Um, in any of the platforms, honestly, they, whatever, any way you want to reach out to me, it'll work. <laughs> Awesome sauce. Okay. Well, this has been, um, I feel, thanks for coming and playing in my sandbox with me today, Kelly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. And especially Lizbeth, thank you so much for being you and for you. When I met, well, virtually met you last summer, just the first interaction with you on video, I was like, um, like you just felt how pure you, you're, you're so pure in your heart. So your intentions are so pure. And it's like when, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm honestly speechless because your energy is just so vibrant and it's so empowering and it's inspiring and it's so genuine. You're, you have, your integrity levels are so incredibly high and that is so incredibly important for a healer. And I just want you to know that I appreciate you for answering the call and for sharing your light and for moving forward despite any fears that may have come up for you because you are killing it. Oh, and I receive every, every iota of that love. So seriously, <laughs> thank you. Thank oh my you. God. Oh my gosh. Okay. So everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I feel like um, we've legit been like chilling in the, at the beach in the sandbox. And so I know that your time is very valuable. You could be doing lots of things. So whether you're doing the dishes or the laundry or you're on the beach or whatever, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in for your energy for your vibes of course sharing is caring so if this resonates please share it with your peeps your friends and just remember if you're struggling you're not alone and it's human and please have boatloads of compassion for yourself and know that if you can come from a place of curiosity and love and start to explore your inner dialogue and you can start to shift it and you can start to change and your life will never be the same so Thank you again so much. Sending you so much love. And until next time, remember, you are absolutely supported 24-7, even in the times, and especially in the times when you feel you're not. Okay, see you next time. Bye-bye.